0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the baddest of the super juniors, Doki. I'm I'm Luke, I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me as always is my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Andy Guy. Say hello, Mr. Andy.
1: Hello, I am Mr. Andy, I am a guy, and I'm also known as Mr. Guy. <laughs> It's not confusing, even though it sounds like it is. I am happy to be here. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting episode because, you know, timing's a little different for us for the best of super juniors. And so we're yeah. doing capital collision chaos uh, Cock ca- chaos today. So, um whatever that's called, and that'll be it fun. We're, all, we're also going to do a little, little, you know, best of Super Juniors preview with bracketology, and you know, who's gonna win, Luke? You know, that kind of stuff is definitely coming.
0: At yeah. The end of the show, so be ready for that's that. That's right. I think uh, I think Taguchi might win on night one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We haven't
1: seen it yet. How would we know? Oh
0: no, to definitely haven't. We don't know what we're talking about, which uh, is par for the course for the Never Open podcast. Well, example. when I'm talking anyway. <laughs> hey. Oh, but there's ways, oh, thank you. There's ways people can contact us, Mr. Guy, if they wish to. We're on the email thing. Yes, we are. Uh, NeverOpenPod at gmail.com for all uh, written or voicey emails. Uh, also, we're on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Druces for Tweets. And collectively, we're at NeverOpenPod. Also, we have a Teespring shop where you can look never as fuck if you wish to. So go buy our shit. It's awesome shit, and you should have it on your body at all Why times. You I'm want... wearing a hoodie right now. I mean,
1: I like the way you put it, if you wish to. Because, like, looking never as fuck, that's not something you want or something you need. It's something you wish. Because who could look that? Yes, that's right. You? Who could look <laughs> never as fuck? You know, I mean, I just wish I could be like that. It turns out your wish is our command.
0: That's right. <laughs> I'm wearing uh you never fuck hoodie right now uh I guess it's all you Americans and stuff it's like what are you wearing a hoodie for? It's fucking summer, but it's uh getting close to winter here, so it's a nice comfortable that- hoodie that everyone should uh invest in for when it gets colder eventually one day.' Or just get a to you well I mean you know
1: the toilets don't go backwards everywhere, Luke.
0: so <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, okay. So, there is some form of news that I, th- I believe Mr. Guy has been keeping an eye on, at least a lot better than I have. I read some of it, and every time I read some of it, I've just woken up out of bed, I haven't had my coffee yet, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, we swear, by the way, beware of that. Uh, and it's all this stuff, I don't know when you want to address it or talk about it, all this craziness going on with kota ibushi Uh, um, no doubt everyone listening has maybe seen or heard some rumblings on the tweety about it but yeah what is going on mr guy
1: it's confusing um because it could be as simple as he just wants out of his contract or it could be something way more complicated than that that we can never guess but basically um, Kotobushi Bushi is taken to Twitter and he is reporting that he's being mistreated. But like one of the it, it's, it's some of it's some some cultural stuff that really isn't quite the same maybe for you and I that it would be for a yeah. Japanese person. Like um, and part of it is that they wanted him to work hurt. So like that's the thing like that's like pro wrestling related that I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, I, I understand that that they they like advertised him apparently for the uh was it the the uh, New Japan Cup without like him being well <laughs> you know? so that's why he wasn't in it and he's got beef with a particular guy who's like the head of talent relations he's the canyon seaman of New Japan apparently and i guess he's a dick i mean Ibushi called him a little fat guy so that's not very nice
0: no no it isn't so, yeah, it's weird, like, <clears throat> all right, maybe it's because I've been listening to quite a few episodes of 20 Years of Nitro, and a few weeks ago, I got up to the stage where they're talking about what Pillman's doing, what Brian Pillman's doing, and how how he's managing to play companies against each other, or even just get out of his contract and stuff. And some of it, like, I'm, I'm hearing all this Ibushi stuff, and I'm just like, is he trying to Pillman his way out of New Japan? Like, what's going on? Maybe. He might be. But here's something that I did like kind of
1: that I found out through this kind of thing. I think I knew this already, but I did some more research on it just because I find it interesting. Um, You know, Hmm. Japan's culture is obviously something that we're slightly interested in. We're more interested in the wrestling, but the culture is something I'm definitely interested in. And one of the strange things about Japan is that um, basically defamation as a rule, you know it, there's a law against it. It's criminal to defame someone. It's not a civil thing. Like in the United States, you can sue someone civilly for defaming you in the press or something. But in the United States, it has to be a lie. If you tell something that's true, it's not slander. It's not defamation because it's true. But in Japan, if whether it's true or not, if it, if the it hurts someone hurts their reputation hurts their family something like that you can go to jail for it it's against the fucking law so that's one of the reasons why this is so shocking this uh kota obushi thing and why japanese wrestlers usually don't talk shit about their employers so i'm sure that that hides a lot of bad stuff and i'm sure that there is bad stuff going on i just don't know what it is and i don't know man you know
0: yeah it's it's weird stuff Uh, I don't know. And I I just hear some, I saw some tweeties to the effect of like, oh, they've got no plans for me and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, bitch, are you for real? You're one of the golden geese. Get better and get the fuck out there. Golden goose star. Yeah. You're one of the like golden goose. They don't have plans for me. (laughs) The guy who's like the first champion of their new belt and who's won like two G ones in a row. Like, come on, Kodobushi. Bushi. They'll, yeah. they'll have they have, they have a spot for you somewhere, for sure. And Kota,
1: Kota Bushi's a super fucking weirdo, too. So it's, like, really hard to, you know, put your finger on any of this. Because not only is he weird, but he's, you know, steeped in a culture I'm not familiar with. So it's hard to really understand what's going on here. But uh, check out Kodobushi's Twitter if you want to read up on this and have oh, a yeah. Google tra- – you know, Twitter translate lead you through this this whole thing. So <laughs> –
0: Wade you through it. And not only do we have uh, Mr. Andy, architectural phenom that he is, he's also a Japanese law expert. So, everyone, come on. Expert. Expert. Hey, compared to what I know about Japanese law, you're a fucking black belt.
1: Hey, man. Well, I just found that interesting because that's like, that's one of the reasons that, you know, I guess, you know, in, in the culture of Japan, you know keeping your mouth shut is kind of part of their culture they mm. like if you're on you're on the the train you shut the fuck up no one talks on the train
0: you know every I mean? carriage like, is the quiet
1: carriage right exactly and so like it, it's just kind of like in general their culture is about that and it's even in their laws shut the fuck up so so that's what makes it even more shocking like i said that kodobushi is not shutting the fuck up right now which hey man i hope he's okay he is a weirdo, and it's hard to tell what's going on here, but I hope he's okay, and I hope that everybody's okay. That's what I want. Yeah. Just be okay.
0: Yep, I agree. I want him to be healthy and get back in the ring. I mean, obviously, I'd prefer it to be a New Japan pro-wrestling ring, but, you know, any company yeah, just... would be crazy not to want him. Yeah. I well, mean. I don't know, man. Like, I guess I like Kota Ibushi. I do. I like him. Okay. I just haven't been a fan of how they've booked him. <laughs> All right, so like I'm not insane. Like what? What's one of my favorite matches that I just won't shut up about? Uh, it's uh, the Kick Fest between him and Tai Chi, which is still something I like going back to because it's fucking well, awesome. Well,
1: I would point out that Tai Chi was in that match. So.
0: Yeah. Well. Huh. <laughs> I think it's good because of both wrestlers, but, you know, fair point. <laughs> I know.
1: I'm just kidding. Kotobushi's awesome. Um, yeah. I just – I understand. You hate monster babyface Kotobushi, which I get because it's, it got, it did get a little old there for a while, didn't it? Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yes, it did. I'm like, we already have one of those. His name's Okada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't need, need two it. of them. So, yeah. All right, man. So, we managed to watch live a show called Capital Collision. A show – where i'm just this is usually where i say right off the bat mr andy and list off all the production things that pissed me off um i don't really have any notes like that dude it was a live broadcast none of it cut out i got to watch it from beginning to end the sound wasn't perfect throughout the whole thing but at least like it was a better presentation than the two previous american uh, pay-per-views that we've uh, watched for the show so in terms of production values, they've gotten a little better, so I have it wasn't less complaints. Bad.
1: wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. like, you know, we didn't have a white line on the edge of the screen because they forgot to move the window off of the other monitor. Um, yes. You know, we, we didn't have oh them pointing, pointing the camera at the, at the screen <laughs> to, to show the videos. Mm-hmm. So that was good, you know, and uh, yeah. my only issue. Is that New Japan Pro oh, yeah. Wrestling takes place in a 20 by 20 ring with an extra like three foot for the apron, maybe two and a half foot? It's kind
0: of hard mm-hmm. to tell. All
1: right. This ring
0: was, was local indie wrestling yeah, size ring. It
1: was like a 16 by 16 or 18 by 18. It was small and it made me upset. And, and because of the way this was set up, this was in the wash, this is the most generically named. This is even more generically named than the fucking whatever gymnasium. uh, What are the stupid places that the prefectural hall gymnasium or whatever administration gymnasium number five. (laughs) This is the Washington DC sports arena. That's what it's called.
0: All right. At least it doesn't have the name like, you know, Taco
1: Bell arena or anything. Yeah. No, it's not even that good. It's just the sports arena. Uh, and um, it, the way this was set up is like the rings in the middle, obviously. And then they got like, if the 20 by 20 ring was in there, the crowd would be a little closer and it would look a little more full. But the way it worked is the ring was small. So the the area in between the fans and the ring looked way bigger, which is fine. But it just made it look like it wasn't packed, but it was packed. And um, I'll tell you all about this building here in a minute, Luke. But I mean, what yeah. what other thoughts do you have on the production?
0: uh i i didn't mind it like like okay the small ring you notice it you see it is there but as you as as i kept watching the wrestling and enjoying myself and all that i just paid less attention to the size of the ring and just worried more about what i was watching yeah, i mean sure there's instances where people are probably a little too close to the ropes than they should be. <laughs> that will happen everyone because the ring's fucking smaller uh, so people who are doing covers close to the ropes have to do things like, you know, really roll them up and <laughs> move the arm away and, like, all those little things, you know, because uh, a uh, rope break there is not, not in the cards or something like that. But other than that, yeah, the, the little ring's are a little annoying, but uh, I got over it pretty quick. Uh when well, the, the was great actually... wrestlers
1: were in there, it was hard to tell, unless it was yeah. Okada shooting someone into the ropes and not almost not having enough time to get up for the drop <laughs> Because he's basically standing two feet from the person he's trying to drop.
0: All right. As soon as the Irish whips, he has to jump right the fuck Yes, way.
1: immediately. <laughs> it's really and
0: funny. I will say there's one other part of bit of news before we dip more into Capital Collision. Oh. It's Capital Collision related. Uh, Mr. Trent Beretta, oh, yeah. a, who was supposed to be in a match alongside uh, Kazuchika Okada, was supposed to be Okada and Trent versus Hikaleo and Switchblade. But uh, we got Okada and Rocky Romero versus Hikaleo and Switchblade instead. So you know, uh, would have loved to have seen Trent, but Rocky's a good replacement, and I was fine. I was fine with it. It's fine. Uh, I think uh, another replacement, is I think Rocky was supposed to be in one of the multi tag matches, and instead they put, I think, the DKC in there instead. That's the uh, Filthy uh, Rossa
1: multi man tag.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. no, he's, no, he's, he's on the uh, other. He's, team. He, okay. No, he's on the other team. Yeah, because Rocky would have been on the uh the good the face side. So yeah, so those are the yes. kind of two two changes. It's nothing that changes the show in any big big way, unless your uh, favorite wrestler is Trent Beretta. Then otherwise, uh, I'm sorry for you guys that you didn't get to see him on a New Japan show. Other than that, it's fine. Any other more production tidbits and stuff, Mister Andy? Well, we watched
1: this on New Japan World. Uh, You were kind enough to uh, pay for this, which I appreciate, and um, we watched it with Japanese commentary. So I think on Fight, it had English commentary, Mm -hmm. but it was like twice the price on Fight or something like that. So fuck that. Fuck Fight.
0: Yeah, so look, if uh, if we we miss some of the story stuff, then uh, obviously it was probably said by the english commentary team and we didn't watch it there so uh, i don't think we missed anything but
1: luke this did take place as i said in the washington dc sports arena now luke we've been to many prestigious places as far as you know sports teams and which ones play there um you know this one has a pretty prestigious uh league the wnba uh Washington Mystics, which is the Women's National Basketball Association, yep. they play there, all right? And they are not a punchline, so don't you make them a punchline, nobody out there. But you know who is a punchline? The C- Capital City Go-Go, which is the NBA, A, B, C, D, E, F, G League
0: team. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> they also play there, so. Yep. Don't don't you make fun of the, NBA, the WNBA, though.
0: don't do no. That. I don't know anything about it, so no, I won't make fun of it.
1: Don't fucking
0: do it. I won't. They could all <laughs> kick my ass. Quite easily. Oh, yeah. Not only that, they've probably all got the reach on me as well. I'm a short ass. So like, have, yeah. I'm knocked out yeah. before I even get within range. Dude, they will <laughs> fuck you up uh, at Switch yeah. Sports. They will fucking destroy you at that game. So Yep, that is true. Now I, oh yeah, also with the the commentary and stuff, I'm more partial, usually I I prefer to have the English commentary and all that, but I think for the Strong stuff, like I don't want to yeah. risk hearing, I don't want to risk paying money to hear Kozlov in my ear holes, yeah. so I'm quite happy to have, I don't even know if he commentated the English version, I don't know who commentated that. <laughs> uh, I, that.
1: I listen I watched a, a little bit of Strong earlier today. Because Ian said yeah. one match in particular was very good. So I was like, oh, I better watch this. Whew. I almost started writing down stuff that Kozlov was saying just because it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, where did you? How are you? What does this even mean?
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: crazy. So all
0: right. What's our first? Life, <laughs> Life, Life makers, everybody. Life makers. Lifemakers,
1: right? <laughs> i forgot about fucking life makers
0: oh man that's good shit. <laughs> fuck that was funny all right so here we are capital collision you get uh, all those video packages all that nice stuff and then we start off with a hot kind of uh young liony new japan style match it's render Rita versus carl fredericks now uh i was a, a couple minutes late so i, uh, I rewatched i this after the show just uh just uh yeah because it's render and uh carl frederick so it's it, this is a really cool match it's a kind of a strong style match which i really like i like uh some of the imagery and it's really cool like render reader is sitting down and looking at carl fredericks and he's like come on chop me he's and he's doing the you know machismo thing of come on hit me but he's on on, on his butt so he just gets chopped down i thought this was a really cool match render come a long way i don't know how i feel about his mustache by the way
1: it's uh, <laughs> very silly it's very silly <laughs> i'm
0: not sure it works for him but what does work for him he's having awesome stiff wrestling matches with uh carl fredericks because i kind of like this match it's a good opener it's exciting and uh the finish is or- uh, orton let's see that's what it's in my notes there because carl fredericks does that orton style backbreaker we all know the one he does and then Some kind of DDT to the (laughs) winds. He does pretty much do kind of a modified big juice, doesn't he? That's great. Yajiro's watching this going, bitch, are you for real?
1: Yeah, he's like, you can
0: start wearing my plastic shorts too, but he won't. Yeah. He won't. Carl Fredericks now has to pay more for uh, any any ladies that Yajiro has and stuff. Yes. Anyway. Really, really cool, strong style opener. I I liked it. It's exciting stuff. Uh, I'll talk about what happens after the match, uh, after you've uh, talked about it, I guess. What do you think of the opener?
1: I like this match. It's a very good match. I'm kind of confused about Carl Fredericks now again because I'm not sure that my last assessment of him was on point. I'm not sure what he is. However, he's very good in this match, and, like, there's some cool shit, you know? They, like... Um, we had uh, Rennerita, you talked about this a little bit, it was like Rennerita tried to do a suplex to the floor, but Fredericks like hangs him in the ropes and hits a top rope double stomp, which is cool. And, that was like, really There's cool. lots of good shit like that, and these guys seem like they were upset at each other for no apparent reason, which is everyone and Strong, um, but it was more about respect here, you know? And yep. um, I, I noticed that Rennerita It's a one thing. Yeah, exactly. He has this, like you know, hold that he has and they kept saying something special um, and I think it's called the Ren and Stimpy special. Pretty sure what it's called. <laughs> um, so good to know. Ren and Stimpy special. But uh, Ren, there was one point, this crowd was on fire too, the whole night. They were fucking on fire.
2: Yeah. And that was there the
1: show. Was, Ren Narita got an octopus hold at one point and they really worked towards it. Like they, they fucking worked this hold and the crowd's like, bah! they lost their minds and it was like for an octopus hold. It's great. I really like that. But here's another neat thing about this match is after it, right? It's really cool storytelling. Ren Narita is, like, standing there, you know, and uh, and uh, he just lost or whatever. So, And here comes uh, Carl Fredericks trying to get a handshake. And Ren Narita's like, no, I don't want a handshake. I want a rematch. Great. And he, he said that without saying it. All he did was just say he pointed at him and said, no, handshake, just point. And I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. Fucking good pro wrestling. Like that.
0: Yep, I also like this thing that Ren and did where he's got Carl Frederick's legs twisted up, kind of like how Tanahashi will for the JTO, right? Yeah. Cloverleaf. And, all right, but Frederick's is too close to rope, so he does this thing where he rolls in that kind of Texas Cloverleaf position Ren and just be special, rolls it. Yes. Yeah, and just rolls him like that and could get into a better position for the submission hold. I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, it's, it's a good match. And after the match... The hot trio of QT Marshall, uh, Nick Comarado, and the third guy who, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, and Ian's just going like, come on, man, really? Ian's I'm saying, sorry.
1: I don't care either. That's what he's saying.
0: So. Yeah. All right, cool. But uh, they come out and they beat up. I don't know if they beat up both of them. They do beat up Carl. Randomina like, just
1: disappears. He fucks yeah, off. Yeah, that's like, right. Fuck oh, this! I'm out I'm not in this spot.
0: Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want to be in this feud. I'm out of here. <laughs> Good for him. And, you know. And Carl Frederick uh, gets his ass whooped by the three Nightmare Factory boys, setting up, I guess, another match in the next show. I guess or Strong. I don't know, but. That's fine. That's exactly who I want from AEW to turn up on my fucking New Japan interview, oh, by the way. Q.T. Marshall
1: wide open, man. QT Marshall kicking that Forbidden
0: Door open. He loves I don't it. like seeing Nick Comarado on a show without Makabe because they must collide, please. The <laughs> <laughs> Unchained Gorilla versus the guy who looks more like a gorilla. That needs to happen. Uh, okay. So uh, it just it might it's one of it's in a small portion of my fantasy dream book you know not you know everything in there is bright gold what what is not in my fantasy
1: dream book is generic like douchebag heels just not in there <laughs> you know what I mean i don't know why but they just never make it in there really
0: all right <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do it we got a man this has been our problem. Like, at least the last American show we watched had a title match. It was yes, uh, Filthy it was versus Yuji awesome. Nagata. This show should have had one, too. Instead, what we get is a multi-man tag match. And it's Fred Rosser, David Finley, Yuya Uramura, the DKC, and Tonga Lola versus <laughs> uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, Royce Isaacs, uh, Jarrell Nelson. Jarrell, par- his parents must be fucking Superman fans or something definitely uh, yeah and we've got uh danny limelight and <sighs> jr kratos yes he gets the Yujiro side treatment Yeah. <laughs> and my first note here is what do you do with finley now that Juice is in the is in uh, the ball club so i have no idea <laughs> nothing
1: nothing he's have, got the family club though you know it's nice
0: yeah i guess uh i got nothing for him he's in the kota Ibushi, uh zone they've got nothing for me bro also they're having affairs and they're fat um <laughs> <laughs> allegedly not in japan you can't see me <laughs> it's true. oh my god i wonder I wonder how that works we'd be in deep shit. <laughs> this match is fine i have to admit Tongaloa brings some of the fun you know this uh, extra fun facey Tongaloa. It's still Tonga but I kind of – I prefer him in this face roll oh, than I on. do as a heel. Hey, he's got some extra spins and stank for his power moves and stuff. Oh, and that
1: was terrible.
0: Come so on, man. Bad. So Look, bad. I can't just shoot on every wrestler all the time. I've got to say something nice about him. God I damn know, it. We have God, that.
1: That that spinning blue Thunder Bomb – was a piece of shit i'm sorry that was like i (laughs) i know a a guy you know it's funny all right one time jordan clearwater i was at a small show like at his training school and he did an airplane spin and it was that bad and he i mean he got destroyed for it they're making fun of him now i'm not talking about me the boys were making fun of him for like three months about that so (laughs) so he needs to make fun of tongalo so
0: They're too busy making fun of his moonsaults, but uh, (laughs) I still think it's kind of a guy that size can still do standing moonsaults. This is better. It's better. It's better. Yeah. Look, we get some uh, Fred Rosser and Filthy stuff, so uh, I think they're going to collide for a title shot, even though I think Filthy's already defended against him, but that's fine. And we get some... (sighs) Kratos versus Tongaloa. And, yeah, they they definitely botch a spot, too. But... uh, (laughs) which you'll probably go into more. Uh, what, one part I did like is uh, Fred Rosser doing the chicken wing, because I don't know if you remember this. Someone on the tweet, he mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember yeah, when I he was so still in funny, the man. WWE and Bob Backlund was teaching him shit? Yes. Well, there you go. You got Fred <laughs> Rosser definitely. pulling in, the, pulling out the uh, cross chicken wing, which is a Bob Backlund move. I really liked that. That was a nice little touch there. Uh, Danny Limelight uh, botches a top rope spot and then kind of lands on his head but uh, still manages to pin the DKC. So Heels Wim <laughs> and Fred Rosser and Filthy kind of like eye each other off. And I'm like, yeah, wow, you guys should have a match at the pay-per-view. Oh, I'll wait. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, the finish I have is Tornado DDT from
1: Royce Isaacs, and he pins Finley. That's what I have.
0: Oh, and, Finley,
1: and, and Finley like no sells it too at the end and he like hits dudes with his club and there's that huge bra and, or, yeah. you know, I just, okay. So like if, if I'm making a meal, Luke, right, let's say I got some, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, some, some beef, for example, and I'm going to maybe dehydrate it, you know, for eating it later in jerky form, you know, I'm not just going to stick it in the, the dehydrator, you know, I'm going to cut it up. I'm going to take my time. And I'm also going to, Put some spice on. it. I'm gonna put a little salt and pepper. Maybe a lot of salt and pepper. This match has no salt and no pepper. It's just bland, and that is my problem with. Eat your sh- bowl of lettuce. <laughs> my my yes uh yes cat eat the lettuce um the I, I just it's very bland and I hate to see that but it's just man you you watch pro wrestling and you, and sometimes I'm sitting there and watching and and I'm like watching a match that's just got some of these amazing wrestlers in it, and I'm like, wow, I really... It's like they're doing the most simple shit, but I love it. And it's because of that spice. It's because of the extra, you know, stank, you might call it, that they put on everything they do. And these guys are not bad. I'm not saying they're bad. It's just... I'm I'm upset that Fred Rosser is now the, like, number one contender again. Didn't he already lose to him? Like, what is happening? There's no one else and, there, man. And, and also... who was legal? There was no point in this match where you're like, Mm. I know who's legal in a new Japan match. You fucking know who's legal. All right. I don't care how much Suzuki is brawling on the outside and grabbing chairs. You know, who is legal. It's easy to remember because they, the way they do their matches this, I had no idea. I was like, I don't know the fuck. Everybody's just jumping all over the place and stuff. And I just, this was not for me. The small ring, looked even smaller with that many people in it and um this was the low point of the show in my opinion which i think the big tag team match on the last strong usa new japan show was the same for us i think i think we both really didn't like
0: that look i feel like if you're over enough to go for tom Lawler's uh whatever the fuck that title's called if you're over enough (laughs) no if you're over enough to go for that title you're probably already working in japan all the time I mean, and new japan would rather the new japan stars to be in japan because they need them so yeah there's no one really over enough on strong and and you know and, yeah yeah and also uh, i looked it up and danny limelight does indeed pin the dkc with the symbiote okay. so man, yes.
1: why did i think it was finley i was wrong i'm sorry buddy
0: hey neither of us cared about this match so that's so all then good. i
1: re- i retract my statement about finley no selling it so because he wasn't <laughs> no selling it was the other guy that got pinned
0: <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> all right so uh i like to love the rest of the matches on the show you know yeah. to various degrees good so, check uh, on here. Yeah. yep and we start that off with the great o'con versus Chase islands and <laughs> they feel each other out to start off with which is really cool and they're trying to get under each other's skin i uh i do like that uh the crowd enjoys the Great gun that makes me happy
1: oh they fucking loved him man loved yep. him and kiss uh, his boot
0: kiss his boot kiss his cool. head <laughs> <Kiss it. laughs> <laughs> uh chase does this pretty cool throat rope spot which i thought was pretty neat uh like yeah he's got okan in the ropes and the ref's like all right break it up and he's like fine i will but then just yanks great okan and his throat goes into the ropes i thought that was pretty cool uh chase goes for mongolian chops but they're freaking shit uh you know they do look like mongolian chops but uh they don't look like they really hurt all that much but that's okay uh, there's a uh, greater Khan with a snap suplex. And I was just like, wait a minute. I don't see too many snap suplexes anymore. I wonder why that is. He does all the moves, Luke. Every he move does. He does. He does them all. He can, he can do all of the moves. Uh, he fa- face, he face plants chase too, with this like Alabama reverse Alabama slam dominated thing, which I was like, ouch. <laughs> uh, chase hits the jewel heist uh, for a two greater Khan goes for his finish. But a reverse uh, rope pin, like Chase's foot on the ropes, and Chase pins the Great O'Khan, which uh, I know big time booze, But hey, you said it last time, and it was perfect. They want they want Great O'Khan to do some chasing, absolutely. and this is what they're doing. So whilst you and I look at this, and we want ten times out of ten Great O'Khan to beat Chase Alt, <laughs> I think they're telling a story. And it's going to keep going. And in terms of that, I'm all right with it. Well, Great O'Conn
1: is like the quintessential mid carter right now, where he can lose matches. That's fine. That's not going to hurt him, you know. So, yep. um, but this match is decent, you know. I mean, it's good. I don't know if it's great, but like. It's a little short. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's they get in, they get out. But Chase Owens is like a competent wrestler, and that's like like he doesn't botch, he doesn't like. But he's also kind of generic. Like he, they should put him on Strong. He'd be great on there. Put him on Strong, you know. Actually, I agree. Yeah, he'd be great on there, you know. But he wants to stay in Japan. I get it. There's certain guys that want to stay in Japan because they know rewards are coming if they stay. You know, we'll talk about that even later, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: he got to beat Tanahashi him. in the G1. Yeah, I'm pretty sure got that's it. a reward for so, him.
1: That's like, it might deal, not be so. a title
0: shot or anything like that, but, hey, beating that's, Tanahashi in the G1.
1: Can't take that away from you, you know? So, no uh, and this, like, so the matches, the work is good. Everything's right. But this, like, neck thing you were talking about in the ropes, Luke, that was a Canadian Irish whip.
0: That's right. Oh, Canadian
1: that's... Irish it was Canadian and Irish. Crazy. <laughs> so that was fucking amazing. I love that. I also love <laughs> that he was working the hair. You know, that was great. He did the Kisses boot spot. And the crowd loves Ocon. I mean, like, the, the part where you're talking about where, like, um, Chase Owen starts doing his own Mongolian chops. They suck. The crowd's, like, booing him, right? And then O'Conn hits a suplex, and he starts hitting them, and the crowd's like, yeah! They love it. That's and right. so And he loves it. And you could tell, so it was fun. We we don't always get to see babyface Okan, and this was 100% babyface Okan, and it's really funny to see him get some guy up in the corner and then sit there, and fold his arms, and the crowd's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so- yep,
0: I feel like they know great Okan is over, and that they can New Japan can kind of whenever when they need to pull the trigger on him, they can, and he'll he'll pull it off.
1: So, so many guys in new japan just like that <laughs> that's who that's who you are if you're a, a great like new japan wrestler you are the guy that you just described and and okan yeah. is that and
0: that's great he fits right in yep short match a good match a surprising finish that i did tweet out like what the fuck but it, it continues the story uh we've got to uh, knock great Khan a few pegs before he goes for the chase and him and okan on the cob uh, end up whooping ass so it's part of the story and i'm digging it so yeah and a great O'Kahn, whilst he's been on tv for a good portion of the last year mr andy hasn't really had many stories uh, probably because for a lot of those a lot of the COVID era for most of the time he was the only empire guy on the freaking cards so he had no one to really tag with, and he was stuck wrestling Young Lions oh, and shit. So Yeah. And, and fucking dads. <laughs> he yeah. Couldn't stop, oh, couldn't stop wrestling dads. He couldn't oh, stop wrestling the dads. i tell you what, though. He had bangers absolutely Oh all yeah. him, So, Love hell yeah. It. All right. So I really like this next match, too. It's uh, Aaron Hanare, Jeff Cobb. Uh, it's Fletcher and Davis. I can get there. Mark Davis. Sorry. And Kyle Fletcher. And it is oh, the man. Empire and uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. That's Aussie Open. They're really cool. And we have them wrestling against Jonah Rock, uh, or just Jonah, I guess, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Bad Dude Tito. So Jonah, Shane, and Mikey Nichols. We haven't seen Mikey Nichols for a while. He might have been on Strong, and I just didn't pay attention. So whatever. But uh, he's a Chaos member, apparently, or he used to be. I don't know if he still yeah. is. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, pretty much it's, – it's essentially – the Empire versus the Mighty Don't Kneel, featuring Bad Dude Tito, and yeah, I really liked this match too. Uh, it, now it feels like we've got a few uh, tag teams in the pipeline that we can start building up here in in uh, in New Japan with the Mighty Don't Kneel and uh, Aussie Open. It's a cool match.
1: Do you want Do you want Aussie Open in the juniors or the heavyweights? I kind of want them in the juniors.
0: You know, uh, well. I think, like, I know how we – remember how Rocky and Beretta were in the junior division, even though Beretta, Beretta had, was overweight, but Rocky ever. was so yeah. far underweight, so it kind of balanced out. Uh, mm. Look, Kyle Fletcher would fit the juniors really well, but Mark Davis would just fucking destroy them. He is a huge, huge oh. man. I, I'm not sure I'd see that, but I, I reckon they could do heavies just fine. It, cool. <laughs> just, I don't see, like, Mr. Bread taking that finish.
1: You know, what I mean? no. right? So Tenton ain't going up for that finish. So I'm just thinking it kind of has to be the juniors, or they have to change their style a lot because their moves are fucking crazy bumps for the opponents, and it's awesome.
0: Yep. Uh, also, there's a lot of Aussies in in this match, which pleases me greatly. So uh, that's that's really cool. It's really cool to see so many Aussies in New Japan wrestling for New Japan. It is awesome. I can think of what four or five now fucking awesome. So, uh, makes me really happy. Look, the crowd goes nuts for Cobb and Jonah. Every time you see Jeff Cobb just walk into a ring and the other guy in the ring is a big man. Everyone goes nuts. Everyone doesn't matter if it's in Japan against Farley or in, uh, Washington DC against fucking Jonah. It's awesome. Everyone wants to see, uh, Cobb fight all of the big hosses, And I I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and, yeah, it's uh, – there's a little bit too – like, there's less people in this match, I think, than the strong – the strong one. Yeah. So, there's a lot going on at some point. And I'm like, how do all these motherfuckers fit in the ring? There's some big dudes. But uh, – so, you picked this up uh, better than I did. But uh, you said, like, the Mighty Don't Kneel, they do Aussie Open's finisher, and they win. So, yeah. it looks like we'll get a uh, – the Mighty Don't Kneel Empire feud – Probably on strong, but you know, it was a fine match. It was hey. really cool. Every, everyone got a moment to kind of shine and kick some ass, and it got really wild near the end, too. So, cool stuff. I like both teams. In fact, yeah. I like that. I like Jonah uh, more in this match and from seeing him work in this match than I did seeing him do that freaking garbage wrestling match with Juice and Finley <laughs> oh. last
2: time. <laughs> well, look, I'm sorry,
0: difficult. I didn't like, like no, that match, no. but Jonah, uh, he's a good wrestler, and I liked him in this, too. Yeah, it's Jonah Hex,
1: and um, you know, I, every time in this match that the Mighty don't kneel, I mean, like the tag team, the Mighty don't kneel, and Aussie opener in mm-hmm. there, this is some sh- good shit going on here. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. these guys have got to go. Like a bunch of times, I'm sure they've wrestled many, many times in the past. Yeah. And, uh, Australia, so Rev
0: Pro, they, all this kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: They crush it when they're in there, and I love it. And so that's like, I that's stuff I've never seen. So when these two get, two teams are in there, I'm like, okay, my eyes are opening, you know. Um, <laughs> some stuff happens where this. I kind of space out in this match a little bit, just because it was, I don't know, it was a rough weekend for me. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, what? Uh, but Hanare... Sure. And bad dude Tito, they were fucking going at it, and so they paired off and they did yeah. some cool shit. And Hanari's not bad, man. He's not bad. So uh, you know he's in there doing good stuff. He doesn't he's have a lot
0: better you know, than when he, he's gotten a lot better over the years that we've watched him. Yeah, sure. Even
1: though he blocked me on Twitter, all right. I mean, yeah. I still I don't hate on him. So, um, but uh, Aaron Hanari, yeah, so many <laughs> ways to block you on Twitter. <laughs> he just the one actually, but uh, oh. um he. After the match, so uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel, they seem to like accept Bad Dude Tito as like a new member. He's like, "What do you think?
0: What do you think?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh!" So it's just like that. Yep, pretty much. Like, do we want a guy named Bad Dude on our team? Yeah. Okay, Okay, cool. Man, I like I like that Bad Dude Tito. That Bad Dude Tito sounds like a WCW or WWF jobber from the nineties. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, do you, it's, it's, do you remember like it
1: the a nintendo game called bad dudes it was an arcade yeah. game too are you familiar with this mm-hmm. it's like this is the one where at the beginning it's like ninjas have you know abducted the president are you bad enough dude to save him <laughs> yeah like I so i got that game as a kid and i used to play it in the arcade i fucking loved it it was awesome this i think it might be before double dragon it was just the coolest game ever and maybe i'm wrong about that but i loved it so much <laughs> And so after that, my, like, this is before screen names in the internet. That's how long ago this is. But you still, you had your own gamer tag. We just didn't call it that back then. I didn't know what we called it. But, like, every time I named a dude, uh, uh, you know, on a new game or something, if I'm playing Zelda, my guy's named Bad Dude. You know? And so, like, I love that game so much. And we actually have a local tag team that's called The Bad Dudes. And they have a Bad Dude video game themed T-shirt and also one time we, we collected a bunch of Nintendo cartridges and we made stickers that were like of the print of the bad dude video game, put them on all the video games. And we had like 50 of them and threw them in one time during their entrance.
0: That's, That's fucking amazing. awesome. So I the, just, the the phrase bad dude. I love. Yeah. Uh, you're preaching to the choir, but you're speaking to a guy that <laughs> the uses the word dude choir. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's uh, it's Luke and Andy, the uh, the the from the Bad Dude Choir for sure. Are you the bad enough dude, Luke, to join this choir? You oh know, there's, yeah.
1: There's actually two dudes who are extremely bad, and they want to fight each other. I heard.
0: Oh yeah, hell uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Thanks, Jay Leno. All right, so we got. <laughs> I like this match. It's pretty cool. It is Brody King versus Monaro Suzuki. And, oh man, I really like this match because you see a guy with the size of Brody King and he's a lot bigger than Suzuki. So, how does Suzuki kind of control this kind of guy? It works out really well. And hey, <laughs> he had a two-nut match against the giant on uh, Takataichi Mania 3. So, he's uh, a super tall dude, STD. But uh, it's Brody King versus Suzuki. It's a chop fight to start. And uh, Brody even powers out of a Canadian armbar. There you go. Oh, read, my read, God. A tarantula. but Yeah, it's Canadian yeah. tarantula. That's right. Uh, there's some... Uh, see, see, what do you do to control Brody King? Grab that hand. Bend yeah. those fingers. Uh, so uh, that was really cool. Really good selling, too, by Mr. Brody King. This great psychology in this match. I really liked it. It's a wild... Uh, so... You think, like, all right, I'm thinking Suzuki's probably going to win here, you know. But uh, instead, uh, we get this wild kind of pile driver move by Brody, and he wins. I thought it was pretty gnarly, this match. Chop the shit out of each other. The only problem is, like, Brody King's getting all these, like, vicious chops on him, but he's got so many fucking tattoos. (laughs) You can't see his chest go red. But uh, I'm pretty sure his chest was uh, red underneath all that ink. Good stuff. It's better to come, but I thought this was a really cool solid match. What do you think, Mr. Andy? I re-
1: like I've tried to talk about how good Brody King is many times on the show, but like on Strong it's not the same, is it? You know what mm. I mean? And I'm glad that he's in AEW now so people can see like this guy's fantastic. And like yep. and he and you said it, Luke, he gets psychology big time. And like it like this match has tremendous psychology. You're right. There's so many cool examples, but here's, I think, my favorite one. So, you know, they're kind of, like, evenly matched at some point, and, like, Suzuki is – maybe he's getting a little more because he's destroying the hand, right? But here comes yep. Brody's coming back. He's not a baby face. He's kind of the heel in this match a little bit, sort of, but he's selling a lot of the match. He does a great job. And he hits these fucking ridiculous, like lariats that are like those all Japan lariats where it looks like a botch, yeah. but really it's just they just ran into each other because they're fucking crazy people. <laughs> and that's that. And then he does that, like, I don't know what his finisher's called. And maybe it's some move that I should know what it is, but it's like some kind of high angle, like crazy pile
0: driver thing. And it looked insane. It, it- it According looked like, to New Japan World, it's it's called the Gonzo Bomb. Gonzo Bomb. Okay. Match. Awesome. So it is the
1: Gonzo Bomb. So it's that. And it looks like it finishes a match. So like when that happened, I was like, oh, my God. And I thought Suzuki would kick out, but they knew better. They were like, nah, nobody's kicking out of that. And so not only does that happen, but then the crowd's pissed because they saw Suzuki set up for the piledriver, but he didn't get to hit it. So what's he do? He fucking attacks a young lion, hits him with a pile driver. The crowd's like, and And he sells to the back. Tremendous psychology. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. That's such good shit, man. This match is fantastic. I'm so, I bet you Brody King was so fired up. He looked a little nervous at first, but I think that was just excitement because he knew he was going to win. He was going to beat Suzuki. That's amazing.
0: Yep. It was a really fucking cool match. And, you know, it was, yeah, I, I loved it. A little short, but they told a really cool story. Great psychology. And, man, I – look, this, this was – as soon as I found out this match was on the card, the next match we're about to talk about, I messaged you, and I'm like, I want to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> so just on the strength of this match alone. Absolutely. I want to get this show. And, uh, yeah, so if I, if I buy the show for one match – and that match is awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty happy man. I've got my money's worth. But, the rest you know, the is free show, wrestling. Yeah, the rest is just a fucking bonus, right? So this is Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. Crowd's okay. super into this match, too. They know they're going to get something. And, uh, and what do you do before the bell? They give each other a nice welcoming headbutt, right? <laughs> just, just, you know, just saying hello. Just saying hello to each other. Boom, headbutt. We're we're gonna get it now, motherfucker. If I I ever meet
1: you, Luke, if I ever finally meet you, I'm gonna run up and headbutt you.
0: Just, just headbutt each other. Yep, that's (laughs) (laughs) because this is a 15 minute, well, 16 minutes, according to New Japan. Well, but whatever. It is a 16 minute Never Style match. That's what this is between Ishii and Eddie Kingston. I fucking love this match. It's like heaven for me. Strikes and chops galore. Uh, Eddie's got these kind of backhand chops that he likes to do, he even machine guns them a couple of times. Uh, Ishi's got more of the uh, uh, high chest kind of throat chops going on. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie will break up parts with submission holds. But what I like about Eddie and how he does submission holds is they never feel like both men are having a rest. because Eddie will sit sit down on Ishi and he'll he'll do the extra stank, like he'll wrench the neck a couple times like you know things like that as he looks around the crowd so he's not just holding ishi there every now and again wrench so I like that little detail he's not like not just just chilling out so I like those spots there's fucking great suplexes by both men like fucking half and half suplexes sido suplexes fucking Germans dude that like just that sentence there makes me really happy (laughs) I like writing in my notes Lots of suplexes, because that suplexes are my favorite moves, everyone. Uh, You you get a a wrestler who can do quite a few different suplexes, and I'll probably like him for life. Uh, See Switchblade, Jay White, who knows all of the suplexes. Uh, So, yeah, I was very fucking happy with this match. They crush it. They fucking kill each other. But Brain Buster and Tomohiro Ishii eventually wins. Crowd love this match. I love this match. The Tweety love this match. Did you love this match?
1: Oh, absolutely. When when the forbidden door was something that was first being talked about, this was like number one in both of our fantasy dream books. Like, obviously, you want Eddie Kingston versus Yishi. as someone who's seen Eddie Kingston on the indies many, many times. He was always one of my favorites. And the reason is, is because he's he stood out on the indies because he sells like no one else. And like, and what's, what's the reason that I love Ishii as much as I love Ishii? Cause he sells like nobody else. So here we are. It's, it's almost like Ric Flair versus uh, Mr. Perfect here, you know, as far as the, the, the type of wrestlers that we have. And, but these guys both have very like limited, I wouldn't, I mean, like that's the only way to put it. It's not a bad thing offense. So they don't do like a million kinds of moves they just do the same kinds of moves and they sell them (laughs) it's awesome here's an example of how great these guys are so one of the most boring moves in wrestling typically is the bow and arrow it's where one guy has both of his arms stretched out the other guy kind of has his knee there or and they struggle over it oh no who's gonna get you know control and like but these guys do it and they get massive crowd reactions I mean, just, like, they work a bow and arrow hole for, like, three minutes and get a massive reaction. And, like, there's a term that I hear you use sometimes, rest hole. You know what I mean? That doesn't exist in a match like this. It's, like, everything they do is going to be something that looks realistic that would happen in a fight between these two men. And it's just, like, you want to talk about character work? Nobody knows their character like Eddie Kingston you know what I mean, and so like him and Ishii are just—they aren't whatever their shoot names are. They are these people, and it's just—it's just some of the best pro wrestling you can get. I really liked how stiff it was. I really liked that like the moves looked like they hurt a lot, and yeah. I I mean, I don't know what to say about this except that it's never, never, as, it. fuck, you know, hell yeah, it
0: is. Yep.
1: This is Never's Fuck. This is the quintessential Never's Fuck match, and if you want to know what me and Luke love the most about pro wrestling, just watch this, because this is it. And, yep. um, you know, after the match, I mean, they they Ishii has this spot he does. He doesn't do it in every match. It's usually in the big ones, and that's where they do a bunch of fucking crazy high-impact moves, and he, like, does a big fire-up, gets a move. But then it's a double down because he's dizzy and he just falls down. <laughs> it's great. They do that, that fucking shit. And then after the match, Ishii wins and he sells like he's dizzy and, and like has to like, you know, like uh, uh, just gather himself in order to even like get his arm raised. And it's like, man, respect. Fucking love yep. it. It's so great. And like, there's this shot that they had. Now we talked about the production on this show and how it's pretty good. This is the the production on this match at the end was great. So the cameraman is walking backwards and he's basically like, you know, Eddie and the guys helping him to the back are, you know, the the cameraman's just kind of like following him or leading him to the back. And and Eddie Kingston looks exactly like a fighter that just lost the match. He looks just like a boxer that just got knocked out that's being held to the back. That's exactly what he looks like. It's fucking yep. awesome. this I i don't know what else to say. This is great. Go watch it if you're not. It's just fantastic.
0: It's a selling clinic. Like, uh, Tongaloa, watch this match. Yeah, learn a little. Just a little. Selling is huge. Uh, we love it. Uh, usually some of our favorite wrestlers are usually – well, typically, like really good fucking sellers. Uh, yeah.
1: You mentioned uh, that that uh, Tai Chi versus Ibushi match. Why was that good? Because they sold those <laughs> kicks. That's why. That's why it's good. They sold the same kick for fucking twenty minutes, and it was like so. Kind of makes a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it does. And uh, and I don't mean like to sell for the match, and then like pop up and just walk to the back. You know. <laughs> I just, I'm still having flashbacks of Tai Chi selling his dick all the way to the back and (laughs) Mia still trying not to like break character and laugh her ass off because suddenly Tai Chi's like walking out of the back. Oh, my ball's on my (laughs) ball. Fucking love that. All right. So let's go to what is essentially a preview match for an upcoming title match.
1: Well, something
0: Uh, happens first, Luke. Oh. Yes. Do you remember this amazing thing that happened? (laughs) What is this? No. I don't okay. even make note of it, but you, you want to talk about it. Like for me, this was like yeah. tumbleweeds and crickets. <laughs> so, I like Leo Rush as a wrestler. He's very good. I like watching yeah. him wrestle.
1: And his shenanigans is like if he can stick around long enough to uh, like he can yeah. fuck off. And so like he, Leo Rush comes out. I'm like, oh, who gives a fuck? And not only do I knock you a fuck, but then he proceeds to tell us that he's still injured, but he sure is gonna win a match when he comes back. <laughs> why was this here hey luke what are they
0: doing i don't know i don't know th- i don't think anyone knows what to do with leo rush because leo rush will be like well i've been here for three months and i'm not the champion yet I'm, I'm a, obviously I, i'm out of here i'm hurt i don't know maybe maybe you need to stick around long enough for people to talk to you a bit i'm hurt and, yeah. tired. No,
1: it's and there's a tornado yeah. <laughs> car and a car accident
0: and i got to wash my hair. Uh, right. And I'm ahead. So I really like this next match as well. It's uh, Kazuchika Okada and Rocky Romero versus Hikaleo and Switchblade Jay White. So, yeah, this is this one's fun. It's essentially a preview match for the upcoming Jay Okada title match. And there's some really cool big man, little man stuff with Hikaleo and Rocky Romero. So how does Romero handle someone the site? With the, the size and reach advantage of Hikaleo, he does a bit of sneaky style. That's how he does it. Yeah. So I really like that. <laughs> That's really cool. Look, the portions of this match that I love the most, obviously, it will not not surprise anyone. But it's uh, Okada and Jay White. They crush it. Crowd super into those two going at it together. And uh, and true to true to Jay White fashion, you know, Hiculeo finally gets Rocky Romero down and starts beating him up. And that's when Jay's like, yep, tag me in. I'll take over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Uh, hey, JY always picks his spots. The cr- crowd, not only are they super in this in, into this match, it's in Washington DC, I think, is an Okada town.
1: Yeah, they I love really Akata Really like and here. And yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's fucking awesome because uh, usually the leader of Board club in America is probably going to get, like, lots of, lots of cheers and stuff. Nuh-uh, not this time but uh, there's no surprise to everyone here that there's a Blade Runner on Rocky Romero, and uh, post-match, I'll let you talk about stuff in a sec, post-match, there's not much to say, Okada gets a beatdown, and Tongaloa comes out to confront his brother, but not much really happens there, and, yeah.
1: We're trying to help Hikaleo. Yeah. (laughs) That's not going to help him. (laughs) So... (laughs) All right, so this match is fantastic. Luke, we get the crowd is like oh Okada, uh, oh God, uh. and Jay's like fucking pissed. <laughs> it's great. He's oh, so yeah. mad. I love how mad he is. It's great. Um he has trouble with Okada, so he tags in the big man, you know, and Ooh. Rocky wants in, and they milk this forever. Okada's like, you guys want him? And the crowd's like, yeah. And they're like,
0: Do you really want him?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I tagging Rocky.
0: This you is, want to say this little guy go I, up against this I big love guy? This. I love this. Because this yeah. is
1: great. This is like house show stuff, you know, but it works on this show yep. because the crowd's reacting so loud. We can hear it at home. It feels like we're there. It's good. Yeah, And this mm-hmm. is when I'm forgetting that the ring's small. You know I mean? I don't give a fuck what size the ring is, although there is that part where anytime Okada does the drop kick, it's like <laughs> it's kind of weirdly timed because he has to oh, yeah. try right away. So I love that. All right, so this part at the beginning where like Rocky's kind of using sneaky style to hold his own against uh, Hikaleo, and then, and then finally Hikaleo just gets one chop and it's like heat on Rocky after that. <laughs> it's oh great. yeah, I loved it. And Rocky, you know what he does for Hikaleo? He sells for her! it's good to see. Um, all kinds of like ref cheating, distracting stuff, you know, whatever. But they do this thing that is great in a match like this where they tease the hot tag like. Masterfully several times. And so the crowd is whipped up into a frenzy. It's like a master class of crowd work. This this match is. It's really great. For example, you know, Jay gets booed loudly for knocking Okada off the apron, right? Later on, he tries it again, like right after right before the hot tag to Okada. He runs over and tries to knock him off. Okada dodges and and punches Jay and the crowd's like, Yeah, they love it. Fucking That was not planned. That was just something they did. It's fantastic. That was so good. I loved it. Um, yep. you know,
0: Jay White and Okada, and this is probably a really good thing for Jay White, because Jay White has awesome chemistry with all of New Japan's like top stars, just yeah. wonderful matches with all of them. Whether he wins or loses, like his matches against Okada, Tanahashi, Ibushi, Naito, they're all awesome. So I, uh, these, I these guys know how to work together. It's so good.
1: I snuck a peek at Ian's uh, uh, Strong Review this week, and he has a really cool compliment for Jay White that's like, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, so we'll hear that in a bit. But, that was, you know, he's got a compliment yep. that's very similar to what you say. He puts it in a different way. It's pretty cool. But you're right. And he has great chemistry with everyone he wrestles because he's and there's only yeah. a few guys that can do that where they could just go in and do it with whoever that's that's the rare thing that's the you know that's the the best kind of wrestler and so that's why he's so great um i love this match it's so much fun hikaleo like they did a really good job at playing to his strengths and rocky yep. obviously did a great job at intentionally going out of his way to make hikaleo look awesome so they did a lot of cool shit there was another amazing fucking um psychology thing so uh hikaleo goes for double check chokeslam he's got rocky and okada all right so they they look at each other they do the simultaneous you knock the hand off right but it only works for okada it, yeah. <laughs> so rocky's looking at him still with that panic look in his eye and okada has to get him out and then they like hit the drop kick or whatever they do it's fucking great man yep. that was like just fantastic shit this match is full of stuff like that i really liked it
0: yeah yeah, it's essentially a preview match, and it's the, but it's the semi-main event. But they know, like, I no disrespect to Hikale, but Jay, Rocky, and Okada know how to work everything, and yeah, all three guys, especially Rocky and Okada, make sure that uh, Hikale looks pretty damn good too. So uh, yeah, really fun stuff. Everyone kind of sh- shone in that match, and it you know gives you a happy feeling, and you're just like, all right. Let's get into it. This is a, a match that I quite like. It's it's, it's uh, pretty wild, and it has a surprise finish. That in hindsight I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, okay, yeah, I can, I really get behind that. So we have a four-way United States Heavyweight Championship match. It is the 14th champion Hiroshi Tanahashi versus uh, Will Osprey, John Moxley, and Juice Robinson. So this is a newly uh, newly rock lined- hard. Rock
1: <laughs> hard. That's what he calls Jukes himself. Rock hard. Robinson. And his his entrance video, he doesn't have any highlights except that time he attacked Tanahashi or whatever. Yeah. So that's they just show that over and over
0: again. That's right. Hey, he he he's got a few extra things to add to his highlight reel now because it's tonight's match. But uh, yeah, he does. Look, he's got new music. It kind of reminds me of something like uh, like what Diesel might have in the nineties or something. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. He comes out looking like a, a big badass. Uh, you know, he comes out looking pretty cool. So, you know, I was like, nice. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, like, what do you do with Juice? Because, like, the hierarchy of who you, could, who you think might win this match pretty much went, like, Tanahashi, Moxley, Will, and Juice. And my, I would also say there's one, probably one man in this match that probably needs a bit of gold now because uh he's got a new gimmick and you need to kind of push that a bit so cool I'm, yeah I, i'm kind of happy where this uh match goes especially who gets pinned and he gets pinned by a new finisher by uh mr mr robinson spoilers up ahead but oh. this match this match is exciting it's 15 minutes it's exciting it's fast paced it's fucking crazy like uh tanahashi like moxley's laying on a table tanahashi goes up the top rope i'm like Tana, t- you don't have to do that you don't man. have to like you don't have to i'm, I'm so. watching him up there i'm like you don't have to do that man i love you you don't have to. you don't have to then he doesn't i'm like yeah i love you even more thank you hiroshi tanahashi that was awesome <laughs> crazy person like he really like it's an aces hide jumps to the outside fucking high fly flew through the table it's freaking insane uh there's all there's like, there's fucking way too many spots to really call, but I really like the ending here, uh, with uh, Juice pulling out this new move. It's called the Rock Slide, according to World here, and he pins Will Osprey uh, in a way that Will Osprey will probably be like, ah, that was a real pin, blah 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 blah, and he can that's complain only about story that. story right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a good night for the Empire, but that's okay. Uh, they're, build, they're still building those guys up, and I feel like they want the Empire to chase for a while and all that kind of stuff before they – I don't know. I feel like they need more wins to kind of establish themselves, but that's fine. It's, it's all right. Uh, I was really happy with this finish because uh, I didn't expect I, – I didn't think there would be a title change because it's T- Tanahashi's first defense, and I thought, like, maybe they'd use that title for – tanahashi versus moxley but that match doesn't need the title that match no. is a marquee match just there boom just those well him.
1: look how much heat juice has now for taking that title match away from the crowd
0: yeah. So, oh yeah
1: that's amazing
0: i love that. hell yeah in full bullet club fashion it uh, puts juice over a little more because i think he needed it more than the other three men as well uh i really dug it it's exciting stuff uh and i can't wait to see where uh, Juice goes, this whole Bullet Club stuff uh, going forward. So uh, you know, he he joins Bullet Club, and I'm thinking like they must they have to do something with Juice, otherwise he is going to get lost in the shuffle.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, even so, you know, I think New Japan knew that, and this is this is the route they took, which is a really cool one. What do you think, Sandy?
1: I like this match a lot. I mean, there's nothing not to like about it. I love the finish. I was kind of expecting Juice to win, but I thought he pinned Tanahashi. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought they were going to put him over huge. Uh, but, you know, pin him will That's good, too. Very good. And so <laughs> it's also fun to see him lose. That's great. Um, <laughs> you want to act out to complain about that? Uh, there was this thing that happened at the beginning that was fucking hilarious. So they're like, Tiger Hattori's here. Oh, my God. There he is. That's <laughs> right. so they let him come in and do the thing where like the ref holds the title up and like presents it to the audience. But like they're in a hurry or something like, I don't know. They need to, they're like behind on time or something. So he like comes in, he like holds the title, up, shows it to the guys and it's like, it just fucks off. <laughs> like <laughs> and It's like, okay, well see you later. I, Tiger authority. They had a, <laughs> he had a cool suit, but, um, <laughs> this match has so much cool shit in it, you know? Um, yeah. I was really impressed with Juice. Juice, we've talked about. He's a competent, good wrestler. But, you know, he's yep. almost just like a little better than Chase Owens to me. He's always been that kind of guy that's just kind of like right there in the middle. And, yeah, every once in a while he has like something great going on. But this was really good. He did a great job. He only was involved sometimes in the match. They they didn't all become involved at, at all the time. However, they did have many four man pro wrestling moves going on in this match and it was like how are you doing this i always yep. complain about triple threats about how they just kick one guy out and then they start wrestling because who could wrestle yeah. you know three people can't wrestle at once how can that be a thing you know meanwhile it's 100 percent a thing and i've seen guys all three in the ring for an entire triple threat rat- match before and it's awesome these guys kind of did that with four men but not always. It was just like towards the end, they really did that. It was fucking cool. It's you know, Tanahashi's out here doing high fly flows. Um, <laughs> Juice Robinson's hitting Will Osprey with chairs. I'm I'm up for that. It's <laughs> cool. Um, and I like that. Like you know moxley was bumping hard and so was juice juice was bumping hard he took like the he went they went to the outside at one point and he was like in control and he ran into the fucking um uh what's the cannonball in the corner but he did it right into the guardrail and he usually does that but the japanese guardrails are they have a you know you're used to those you know what i mean this was something different (laughs) he just went scooting across the floor and it looked Looked like it was bad. So uh, that was <laughs> much appreciated. And there are many, many things that happened in this match that were just awesome. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was really pleased with the finish because this makes perfect sense. I'd much rather if – if the, we don't know what they're going to do with this title now if, if – uh, he just going to come back to Japan after the best of super juniors tour, or if he's going to show up later, we don't know. I don't really look ahead at stuff like that. If they announce the cards, but maybe he's going to come back soon, but if he's going to stick around in America and just defend that title and be a dick, like with Hikaleo. Okay. You know yep. what I mean? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that. I thought he was fantastic in this match. Like I said, I felt like he was the one that impressed me the most. I know the other three guys are awesome. They did great shit too. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, it was great to see him. Him and Will, when they mixed it up, that
0: was good. Right? Really good. Like, if, wow. If they, like, they want to have a singles match between yeah, those two. I like, want to see that. Like, that yeah, shit was awesome. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Good show, Lots right? Yeah, really good show. Uh, and uh, extra kudos for the people behind Capital but Collision because there was no, like long-term annoying uh, production issues that made me go, oh, for fuck's sake, get that fucking window off the screen. Nothing like that. <laughs> so it was just, uh, the from the production side, better. Uh, look, they, I think they still got a problem with, uh, look, we, we need something a bit more than all of the strong guys face team versus all of the strong guys hill team. We need something a bit more than that. Uh, they need to start kind of building up those guys a bit, bit more. But... Uh, Other than that, every match was kind of really good and solid. I had a great time. Yeah.
1: Before we get to Ian's comments, you know, on Strong, I guess caught up on Strong, I just want to mention that something incredible happened this week. You know, I mean, we like to act like we aren't influencers, like we don't influence the product and stuff like that. But, I mean, obviously we do because (laughs) I don't know if you saw what Master Water came out with this week. Did you see
0: this? Oh, my God did you see this have you heard about yeah oh. master wato has a new shirt and it's and it's fucking master gato it's
1: master gato it's and, and that, Watto was, jay's, that doing, was jay's joke anyway yeah so. doing
0: doing the hand gesture but it was a cat head and i'm and i was just like that's fucking awesome Are you-
1: Fucking kidding me, Wato? Is this what we're doing? You just listen to our show, stealing <laughs> that's ideas.
0: That's right. What a, you're an asshole. <laughs> at least, the, the, at least you can now uh, look, make it up to us, Watto. Go to our Teespring sh- short, Go to our Teespring store and buy our shit. Yeah, that's right. And follow
1: Jay on Twitter because, goddamn,
0: she she was the
1: one who came up with that joke. We would have got there eventually, but she got there first. So, respect.
0: Yes. Yes, she did. Well, it does help. Like, she's got like three cats or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yep. That's look. So, we're going to cover something in just a moment. But before we do that, we got Ian, who's probably going to talk about the fucking Strong show that aired fucking before. Show. Fucking, you know, I just, I swear a lot. I'm, yeah. everyone knows this. But I love it. <laughs> so yes, he's, he's he, here. He is covering the strong show that actually airs <laughs> before Capital Collision, <laughs> but we're gonna cover it here because, like, that's why it's just what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, uh, is that the line yeah. that Mark yeah. Henry used? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've got a lot left I in the I mean he was great. I love Mark Henry. He was great yep it. um dude, yeah so he here does we go. one thing on aw and like it's over. interviews people that's it yeah and then after hmm. he's interviewed he interviewed him viewed both sides he's like all right looks like there's been enough talk it's time for the main event crowd goes nuts for it every time wow all right cool he's a pretty cool dude yep. so
1: uh, uh here we go with the strong review from the date of the one That he says and he is
2: ian and here we go hi Luke and andy this is ian with another new japan strong review i'm catching up on two shows here which probably have about one and a half shows of good material between them first up we have a one-shot episode that was clearly the dark matches from the lone star shootout there's no intro to it and it feels a bit house showy Adding to the sense of strangeness, commentary is Kevin Kelly and Matthew Reywalt. The show starts off with Bateman and Barrett Brown versus Bris and Bicoleo. Presumably Bear Bronson and Bear Boulder were busy. We start off with Chris Bay as the tallest man in the ring, which I am assuming doesn't happen that often, and he and Barrett Brown do a bunch of cool stuff to an audience of generously seven people. This settles into a pretty recognisable tag team match shape, with each side having a big and a little, and honestly, Bateman plays big pretty well for a guy who's only 6'3". This match ends up being pretty good, but the audience clearly doesn't care about it very much, and that holds it back from being better. The ending's pretty good, though, as it involves choke slamming Barrett Brown through the mat, through the floor, and into the earth's molten core. Post-match, they tease dissension in Bullet Club, However, they can't do more than tease it, because they can't really mention the huge amount of stuff that happened with Bullet Club at Wrestling Dontaku, including a bunch of guys who are strong regulars. That's because this show was taped on April 1st. Not only had Wrestling Dontaku not happened yet, Windy City Riot hadn't even happened yet. Following this, we get Blake Christian versus Jonah, in a very entertaining mismatch. I've been thinking for a while about how you solve a problem like Jonah. He's got a great look, he's pretty strong, he's got incredible character and ring presence, and he's just not all that mobile. So what do you do with him? One answer is you bounce guys off him, and that's what Blake Christian does here. We've got lots of great David and Goliath spots, one moment that was either a beautifully executed leapfrog counter or a beautifully covered botched leapfrog, and several points where if you... Tilt your head and squint, you could actually see Christian winning. Ultimately, Blake's fight back gets inevitably derailed by Jonah, but this was a very pleasant match to spend time with. In our main event, Tom Lawler, Royce Isaacs and Jaya Kratos face off against Fred Rosser, Alex Cochlin and the DKC. I will give it to Team Filthy, they come out in tiny little cowboy hats like the Kurt Angle in 2001, and it did genuinely make me chuckle. Unfortunately, after that we have to go into the match, and I have to do the Sisyphean task of pretending that Fred Rosser is a believable main eventer. Everything else about this match is upwards of the top end of fine, but Rosser just doesn't have it. And I feel a bit bad thinking that. He's not bad in the ring and if they were casting him as a sort of low-budget Dustin Rhodes-type veteran, I'd largely be okay with that, but he isn't the star they're looking for, which is a shame because the rest of this match is actually pretty watchable. Cochlin pairs well with all three of the guys on the other side, DKC's offence against bigger guys isn't quite there, but his ability to get splattered by them is very watchable, and ultimately this is a rowdy but unmemorable match. After the match, they keep pushing towards Rossa vs Lawler, which nobody wants, including Lawler, and as part of this we get the setup for a Rossa vs West Coast Wrecking Crew match, which maybe has potential? I'll come back to that in a bit. And that was it for the first hour of Strong. Nothing memorable, but largely not time I regretted spending. The next show up was the first night of Mutiny, and everything's changed. It's being produced like a show, Kevin Kelly has been replaced by his son Ian Riccoboni and Matthew Raywalt has been replaced by his exact equal Alex Kozlov. We've also travelled from the dim and distant past of April 1st 2022 to the impossibly far future of April 10th 2022. First match up and we see some familiar faces as Alex Coughlin, Adrian Quest and Rocky Romero do battle against Black Tiger, JR Kratos and Danny Limelight. They do a pretty good job here of suggesting and then pushing for a triple rivalry. Coughlin zeroes in on Kratos, Rocky resumes hostilities with Black Tiger, and Adrian Quest does a genuinely good job of pretending there's a rivalry between him and Danny Limelight, despite this not having been on TV at all. And what ends up happening is actually a pretty good fun match. Quest and Limelight are actually really good together, as both of them can wrestle and flip really well, and neither of them weighs more than a bag of sugar. Rocky busts out the greatest hits and gets the audience into it as only an old pro can, and Cochlin lifts heavy things, especially heavy humans. It's all good fun and makes me wish Danny Limelight had more to do in wrestling. Kratos gets lifted overhead for a bridging gut-wrench suplex which the crowd go ape for, and which nets Cochlin and his team the deserved win. After the match, Kratos has a tantrum and absolutely obliterates Coughlin with a chair. If they wanted this to look like murder, then mission accomplished, and they even do the hushed voices and backboard ring exit. All good stuff that builds their match well. Following this, we get a promo from Chris Dickinson about his return to the ring. This was, as I said, taped on April the 10th. So, before Christina Von Eerie and others had made abuse allegations against Dickinson. So let me say two things. First of all, I like the way Chris Dickinson wrestles, and I always have. Second of all, fuck this guy in the ear. Next up, we get Fred Rosser versus the West Coast Wrecking Crew, with the implication that if Rosser wins, he gets a title match against Lawler. I've thought through it, and I simply don't see a way for this match to finish that doesn't make somebody look like a chump. The action in this match is fine. Rosser is a decent, if old-fashioned, wrestler. Nelson and Isaacs are a very, very good tag team. And at points, Rosser does look genuinely lion-hearted. However, ultimately, Rosser fails at the impossible task that he was set. After this, Tom Lawler gets on the mic and mocks Rosser calling him pathetic and suggesting that he might give him a title shot despite losing if Rossa shaves his head. Rossa then shaves his head. Lola then refuses to give him a title match, and I start laughing for all the wrong reasons. Finally, Lola agrees on a stipulation that if Rossa loses, he's gone from strong for good. Now, let me quickly outline what my problem is with this whole angle, although I think you guys already know it. Not once in this section, in fact, I'd say not once in this whole angle, has Fred Rosser done anything. He came out and asked for a match. He came out again. He was offered a challenge and he lost it. He hasn't done anything. Tom Lawler is carrying the entire weight of this feud because there's nothing to Rosser as a challenger. We haven't had a fired-up babyface promo, we haven't had Rosser knocking down Team Filthy Guys, we don't know why he wants this title other than it's a title, therefore he wants it. And that's... just not good enough. What is good enough, though, is our main event. See that segue there? Jay White faces off against Hickalayo, which means it's time once again for my treatise on why Jay White is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He is better than I think anyone since Shawn Michaels at wrestling the other guy's match. He can work out what you do well, and spotlight it, because what he does well is, well, everything. Hickaleo is a big guy who's pretty strong, so Jay creates opportunities for Hickaleo to show off his strength. Hickaleo has pretty decent Giant Baba-style chops, so Jay lets himself get chopped to hell and back. Jay goes out of his way to establish the idea that Hikaleo is a threat to be taken seriously. He wrestles Hikaleo's match, and then he wins Hikaleo's match. It's a simple structure, but as an act of double elevation, it's unparalleled. It means we get to see things like a devastating, delayed vertical suplex that leaves Jay in a crumpled heap, and a powerbomb that looks like pure death, but... The leader of Bullet Club is inevitable, and ultimately Jay wins. Post-match, Jay grabs a chair, teases hitting Hikaleo with it, and then just sits down next to him, a leader and a father figure. He set his house in order, he tells Hikaleo to be smarter than his brothers, the poison is purged and it's all too sweet. Most of the show was pretty good, frustrations with Rosser aside. The main event, though, was one for the ages. Strong still has issues, and the title picture needs a heavy shake-up, but I've enjoyed my time with the show this week. Thanks, guys, and until next time, keep it strong. Ian, I can say a million awesome things
0: about Mr. Switchblade, Jay White. And then you, in, in like, just two well-said sentences, say it better than I ever could, which is uh, kudos to you, Mr. Mr. Ian. So, yeah. <laughs> Better than anyone since Shawn Michaels yes. at wrestling the other guy's match. That's fucking tremendous. tremendous. And dude, he's not even 30 yet. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Think about that. That that phrase, the wrestling the other guy's match, that's not a phrase we use very often on here, even though we do talk about it, you know, especially with Ishii matches. But, like, think about that. As a pro wrestling fan, think about that phrase and watch wrestling, please.
0: Yep. So, yeah. I mean, has a pretty cool match. It makes Hikaleo look really cool. So, you know, makes him look good on Strong. And then him, Okada, and Rocky make him look even better at Capital Collision.
1: I watched that go. match, Luke, and, like, man, Hikaleo's just bumping right and left. And it's kind of like, ah, don't like that. <laughs> but he's bumping for Jay White, who is, like, a guy that can beat any main eventer at New Japan. Like, okay, I, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a lot it's a lot of bumping.
0: Very good match. I'm not but, sure you should be bumping, a bumping. that much, Piccolo, but it's
1: true. Now, uh your favorite wrestler on Strong, because you're so good at pronouncing his name, had something going on this week, right, Luke?
0: Oh. We get a what fucking happened? tweety. We get a tweety on the on the never. And I'm like, I can't even believe what I'm actually seeing with my own two eyeballs because it's just absolutely nuts. And yes, I'm kind of still because I'm finding it on the tweeting. Mr. Ian sent us this. It is a picture of fucking Alex, Car- a- Alex C. And he is now the android. And you see that and I'll, my immediate response is like one bitch are you for real also i'm like wait did he leave and go to WWE and no one told me like <laughs> what the fuck it's the android alex kov Co- what is happening? alex c All right and and i'm looking at a picture of it right now on the on the Tweety, and he's got some kind of robot mask on And then he's got, like, chest plates and plates on his shoulders, and he's got, uh, like, things on his wrists. And they also have, like, string that connects to his knee pads or something. He is now the android, Alex. the (laughs) the
1: O'Conn gimmick is silly, and we didn't get it at first. So I'm willing to give it a chance, but it looks pretty fucking stupid. But it does beg the question, (laughs) Luke. who's your favorite android data yeah it's data right yeah it's pretty awesome i mean the the one dude from aliens 2 he's pretty awesome you know Lance um, um, he, gets, yeah. he gets fucking ripped in half that shit is amazing you yeah. know uh there's uh you know they're called synths but in, you know in fallout 4 there's all kinds of uh, androids that i like you know uh yes, the, it dance? The... spoiler
0: alert Whoa, so... spo- spoiler for game that's been out for seven years like uh <laughs> Your, your own father?
1: You? Wait a second. <laughs> What's going on here? That's one. That's a cool game. I don't care what anybody says. I love the story in that game. It's great. But like uh, it. but yes, I like androids are interesting. I, I am always interested when I see a very silly gimmick like that. Like, how does that translate in the ring? Because you hate to see someone who's dressed like a fucking android come into the ring and just wrestle like a normal wrestler. They have to do something yep. weird. They can't just. So, like, for example, Great Okan, we saw him wrestle. We saw his super gimmick and we're like, what the fuck is this gimmick? This is fucking weird, but then he wrestles to match the gimmick. It's like, oh, okay, okay. Yep. That
0: makes well, sense. I, I want to see Alex in the ring and he ducks a Lariat or something, and then he just yells out, suplex mode, activated, and just put the gym or something.
1: He can never use contractions in this promo, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh you know, he, he wants to understand humanity because he admires it, but androids are better. So, yeah, from lion to android. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things they can do with that if they go the silly route, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I mean, it's clear they've already turned down silly lanes. So,
0: you know. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I envisioned him being like doing never stuff with never guys, but, you know, all right, fine. We'll see where the Android stuff goes. Oh, I was
1: going to tell a story about how Chris Dickinson sucks, but um, let's just move on. Fucking forget him. Who cares?
0: All right. So we will not be covering the first night of the best of Super Juniors on this show. It uh,
2: hasn't uh, happened will,
0: yet. Yeah, it obviously hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so we'll be covering it in our next episode because uh, we'll be joined by Mr. Lexus. Montez. But there's a part of that he will not give a shit about. And that's a shame because I took a fuck ton of notes for it. it. I don't know why. I don't know why I did it. I don't know But It, it is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of the Super Juniors Press Conference. Uh, so yeah, uh, you, you you ready for this? You ready for me to start yes! rattling some shit off? But, all right. but
1: okay I mean, just to set it up even further, that why does this matter? Why do we care about this? Well, this is that little tiny bit of extra stuff that storytelling that we get from New Japan. We yep. don't get a lot of it. Most of it happens in the ring. And not only that, this is the first time we've had like the the full on press conference, you know, with all the guys together, like in what three in years? So yeah. this is fucking
0: cool, man. I love oh, yeah. these things hell yeah so uh you know we got so Hiromi coming out first and he makes me happy because he's got his book out so uh i love haromi with his uh best of super juniors book yeah to right, next guy. we got yo who comes out looking like a fucking robot uh we got clark Collins. yeah that's right
2: he should be uh, the android
1: <laughs> he wouldn't have to change anything He's, he's a fucking wrestling just like he is. Just wear the android
0: gear. He's good. He's a stank droid. But uh, you got Clark Connors coming out looking like uh, a cross between like uh, like a like Outback. Like he looks like Outback Heartbreak Kid, pretty much. Yeah. So Outback I just think mid 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 nineties Sean Bra- Sean Michaels, and uh, that's pretty much what Clark Connors is going for there. I think he nailed that. Uh, Katamaro comes out. You've got Ishi who doesn't come out last, which kind of annoys me. Shows in a snake skin jacket. Of course. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it does. And X division champ, Ace Austin, comes out. Uh, he looks to be the... He, he comes out in probably the closest to wrestling attire. Out of, yeah, out of He's wearing all like of them. Zubas kind of. Yep. And uh, and then we've got uh, Alex Zayn and Francesco... Uh, uh, Akira or Akira Francesco. I can't remember which one. So they all come out. They all sit down. It's just A block for now. And I uh, I didn't so much make notes of all that they said, just copy and paste them off world. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's great. All right. So yeah, it makes it a little easier. We've got uh, Hiromu coming out. He's here. And he's like, I feel the heat to this tournament, not just among the wrestlers, but the staff too. And that blank paper making the theme song is super cool. Everyone's fired up, but we're yeah. going to surpass those expectations. Maybe everyone will predict Hiromu will win his third in a row and fourth overall, and then it'll happen. And that'll be dull. So everyone, try to stop me. Do all you can, please. I beg you, stop my victory. Which uh, is definitely a really cool Hiromu promo. Promo? Yeah. When he does it, it's a promo. Yeah. (laughs) He's fucking pumped. Taguchi's short and sweet, but he's not the shortest. Uh, next is, yo, pretty short, but it's not sweet. It's just like, yeah, hey, get the fuck out of here. We want to see the other guys talk. But Taguchi's like, uh, like I'm going to be Yano in this tournament. Because uh, we all remember that Yano story of like, uh, I'm not going to do any naughty stuff. It's just going to be me doing uh, normal wrestling matches. And Taguchi's like, no butt stuff. I'm going to do this serious. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure you are, dude. I-, I believe you, buddy. So, you know, you need a bit of comic relief in, in your... BOSJ and taguchi provides. He also provides um kick-ass matches too. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this is important. And and just before we move on, take it easy, Luke. Fire through this stuff. So the we missed something important with Harumu. He prostrated himself in front of the trophy, right? And he did the I don't know how to say it. I think it's called the Dogeza bow, which is like that's remember when Suzuki lost or maybe he beat him I can't remember it doesn't matter who won but he like he faced a a Liger like in his last like in the last match or whatever and he did that that shit means right so it's kind of like it's kind of like asking for something you know and so he's like asking the trophy like come back to me kind of thing like please (laughs) and then he starts dancing to some song that song that plays and he won't stop dancing and Clark Connors is like
0: yeah keep going yeah yeah keep it going (laughs) So, there's only one problem I have with the A block uh, portion of this press conference. Yeah. So, there's a table behind the hard camera. And on that table, you know, you got Ace Austin. He's looking cool, he's looking chill. And then right next to him is Yo, who looks bored out of his mind and he's on camera the whole time. The android. Oh my God, Yo comes out to see, that's why Yo's disappointed. I wanted to join House of Torture, I wanted to be the android. But yeah. uh, he can't. He Yo comes out, and I'm like, all right, show us some passion. Show us something, anything. I will do my best. <laughs> what
1: did he, yeah, what did he to say? I will do my best in my matches. Peace
0: out. And then the end, and sat down. I'm like, what? All right, no wonder you only got 10 minutes against Romeo the other night. Get out of here. But uh, <laughs> not much to say there. But, you know? God, he's annoying. Like, and I don't want to say this stuff about you. Know, I want to say the opposite of, like, how cool is this guy? He's coming to his own skin. He's found his footing. He's awesome. I don't want to say, God damn, he's boring. God damn, he's boring.
1: He's leaning into it, too. And it's like, brother, it ain't working.
0: <sighs> yeah. And we've got Clark Connors up next. Dude, I really like this. This promo. He's like, I'm so happy to be back in Japan i'm super cool also i'm not in any main events so like what the fuck i just pretty much copy and paste it to japanese responses it's uh, i have to paraphrase he's like i'm in no main events what the fuck and says strong is better anyway
1: <laughs> we immediately so awesome know we immediately
0: know he's heel
1: so like as soon as he oh, says yeah. strong is better than regular new japan we're like oh god this guy's heel that's amazing yeah.
0: <laughs> he connor's great. just like Strong as a show, I'm a proven main event commodity on. It's a show that's built around me. It's a show that's better than anything in Japan. There we go. Uh, so he goes, I won't complain. I will earn my spot and run through everyone. Then he finishes off with, let's get wild. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to get wild with Clark Connors. He looks like a daggy 90s wrestler dude. but Let's get rocked, right? What's
1: okay. the, like, uh, let's, let's get, get wild. Let's, let's, get, let's get, let's get rocked is it let's get wild the like Def Leppard song it's like let's get rocked
0: I can't I can't remember off the top of my head but yes yeah so <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's had the longest promo today, apart from Hiromu yeah. and it was really cool the annoying thing is though like as, as soon as the the English guys have finished talking they sit down and then we have to hear a translation for it whereas if you're waiting for the Japanese translation for the, the Japanese, you have to wait for someone on World to uh, to post the translation. And I don't yeah. get all of them because I double-checked the next day and some of them are not here. I'm looking at whoever wanted to translate what Doki said. Thank you, New yeah. Japan. Anyway.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, Doki was... speaks with his actions,
0: so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's cool. Him. But uh, we got Yoshinobi Kanemaru talking next. and He's like, this year, just like always, I will Kanemaru Gambit, everyone. No, uh, everyone will be gunning for victory. and But I'll be using them all as footstools. As uh, so for me personally, Taguchi, I haven't forgotten that butt in my face. Make sure you wear underwear, punk. Listen, and that, that, so and I- then I, I reckon Taguchi heard that and he's like, wait a minute. I can do this without the underwear? What? I'm just <laughs> so- waiting for a bloody thong on once one time um i don't want it but i'm just waiting for it
1: on new japan 1972.com this is what they have for what kanamara said they say like he's like i'm sure everyone is here thinking they'll win this tournament but whatever i'll pull the rug out from under them as for Taguchi i remember what happened in fukuoka i remember that soft lukewarm disgusting do touching my face are you really not doing any butt stuff? I don't know. But you best wear underwear, punk. <laughs> I like that translation better. That's good.
0: You best we wear to, underwear, yeah. punk. Like The ones wait. that they upload to World are probably ones that they rushed out to get it up, up there for people like us sure. who are English speakers watching it. Well, so that's fine.
1: It just goes to show how much interpretation goes into translating. So there's a lot to it. Those, these languages are not the same.
0: Yep. All right, so next up we have uh, the champ, Taiji Ishimori. And he's like, I wanted to wrestle Phantasmo, wanted to wrestle that macho Lindemann, but the company showed that they don't want me winning this thing. I'll break them, break my competition, and break uh, – I won't break the trophy.
1: <laughs> Not like Haramu or Naito.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much his – He's promo there. But, uh dude. Oh, yeah, there is proper translations on a world. I don't know why I didn't check yeah. that. I just went on the Tweety oh. and I was just like, show me, show me, show me. So, yeah, after that, we've got our show. Show keeps it nice and easy. But at least when he approaches the, the, the podium, he's in character. He's got his fucking smug, shit-eating fucking grin on his face. He knows he looks cool as hell. He saddles up to the podium. He's like, it's easy to see look looking at me with these guys i'll win every match that's it yeah he says about as much as yo does except like he's in character he looks cool and that's it that's all i have to say there but uh, yeah talk about like a difference i know like it's easy to keep pairing the two because they used to be tag team for so long but one seems to be really into what he's doing which will feed into the first night of the Best of Super Juniors, which we definitely haven't seen yet. It's because true. Because Fuck Show was great in that show, uh, hypothetically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> show rules. i I telling yeah. you, man, my fancy dream book is full of show hitting every indie wrestler in the United States with a wrench. Like,
0: I want to yep. see him kill everybody. Hell yeah. All right, next we've got Ace Austin with his promo. He's like, I'm out to win this thing, and I'll do it. You can wish me luck but I don't need, I don't need it I make my own and he pulls out this uh, ace card that he has <laughs> and I'll show you something you've never seen before that is inevitable and he also mentions that he also has no main events which mm. uh hmm so uh, yeah by the way I really like his first match too hypothetically speaking so yeah
1: yeah let's not but his uh the card gimmick he's been doing that's just like 2016 I got a couple of them. Nice. <laughs> like, I, you, I saw you tweeting out one,
0: one of those. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I have a fun, couple fun Ace Austin stories I'll tell as we go along through the best of superstars. Nice. But uh, yeah, he's, he's very good. He's an excellent wrestler and he did good on this promo. He got lost a little bit for a second, but then he brought it back. It was great.
0: I'm sure he did. And next we have Alex Who's got uh, a red Colonel Sanders beard. He's got red hair. And a red suit. So he's got a theme here. I guess he's ready. Taco Bell. (laughs) Colonel
1: Taco Bell.
0: How about that? He goes, it's time for some flavor to introduce themselves to New Japan. Pro wrestling in Japan. You might have seen me on Strong. I should have been here in 2020 before the world came to a pause. But I'm making up for lost time now. I, I didn't get here representing a company. I got here representing me. I came to the best of the Super Juniors. To be the zest of the Source juniors watch me do what i should have done in 2020 and take home this trophy on my own house that, that
1: was good like the whole yeah. thing where he's like i don't represent anybody you don't see yep. anything that
0: by nine, my
1: name that's good
0: yep so uh yeah you know and some of these promos like i haven't seen all these wrestlers wrestle a lot before like i've seen some zane stuff haven't really seen ace hosted so like to see their promos and all that kind of stuff, it gets gets me a little excited.
1: Yeah. But
0: next, all right.
1: man, I just we've seen Great O'Conn. Like you what you follow him on Twitter, on Instagram and stuff. I mean, yeah. the dude's well well dressed. I mean, like he is not fucking around. This you know, Francesco guy, come on, man. Come on, <laughs> you're gonna be in United Empire, you gotta step your game up, because this is uh this is not it, brother.
0: I think he keeps burning his clothes. So, uh, well, <laughs> he, he's got little burn holes in some of his really good clothes. He so, he can't, stop he, he can't. Stuff. He wanted to wear his really good suit, but there's like it, <laughs> it was on fire. That's right. So, yeah, Akira takes the podium. He's like, I'm the youngest competitor and maybe less known. That's okay. I know these guys are famous and talented. That makes me excited to show why I'm the best Italian wrestler ever. And what? and why I make history everywhere I go. Most of all, I want to show why I was chosen to join the United Empire. It's a shame El Desperado is not in my block, since he spoke my name in the first place. I'll meet you in the final. Kick you in the head and burn your mask. I'm like, okay. Right. He he was a nervous wreck, but he did fine. He He must have hurt the fucking translator, because the translator's got to be like, wait, that was Italian? I've got to translate Italian. That was English? I've got to translate that too. Like, poor translators tough. but they get paid so it's all good all uh, right so you, since you yeah. gotta
1: let me do a couple of these b-block ones i mean oh on. yeah yeah
0: i was just about to throw to you and go hey dude since i just uh uh talked <laughs> all, all right. over the well a block, i'm gonna I guess first you,
1: you can do a couple of these b-block ones because this is a fun oh. this is a little more fun b-block yeah, is okay. more fun right i mean like there's some yeah. cool shit here so the first person that we hear from in b-block this fucking Master Goddamn Wano, right? It's oh, awesome. Yeah. And he's you like, know? he's like, hi, man. I'm happy for Best of Super Juniors to be back two blocks and, and to have like four new wrestlers here for who I've never faced in singles matches. I'm excited to face them and win to the <laughs> former champion, El Desperado, and an A block, the current champ. Taiji Ishimori and Hiromu
0: Takahashi. I want to say, just stay out of my way, man. I'm a win, best super shooters. Woo! Move, bitch. Get out the way. Out.
1: I saw that By guy the in way, this was not
0: good. <laughs> By the way, I see Wato coming out looking pretty suave in this uh, dark blue suit, and I'm like, wow, he's really rocking the blue. And then Bushi comes out, and I'm like, eh, you're not rocking the blue anymore, Wato. You just got out blue. <laughs> And then, Willie Yuta comes out, and he's not as awesomely blue as Bushy, but he's still better in blue than Watto. I could see Watto wow. just sitting there going, you're stealing my blue shit. Blue's all I got. That and cats. Well, Get out of here. Watto
1: also walked up and started talking, but the mic wasn't on yet, so he had to, like, turn the mic on. And I was like, you're fucking – never change, Watto. We love you. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. So next we have your boy, Robbie Eagles. And Robbie Eagles, man, he had some fire, man. And he said that last year, I said it would be the third time lucky, but I missed out. I don't think that's quite what he said. But now this is my fourth consecutive best of Superdurors. There are three men in this tournament I haven't beaten before. Wheeler, Huta l Lindemann and tjp so as far as i'm concerned i know i can beat the other six so i just have to beat those guys that i haven't beat already and they'll find out one way or the other they all surrender to the sniper because he does the like you know uh i don't know pompey the great special or whatever yeah. he does. so um <laughs> i thought his promo was great because he was calling people out specifically and they were reacting you know people react to what they're saying we'll talk more about that you know, as this goes on, but this is like this is some fiery
0: shit. Oh yeah. Look, let, let me let me do the next one for you because this is everyone I guess in the best of Super Juniors or the G1, you've got to have at least one guy give this speech. And I just fucking love that it was T ten because it may be Look, I'll say the full gist of what he says in a tick, but pretty much what he says is I'm happy to be here. Yay! <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> It is my honor to be in this most prestigious of tournaments. I've been doing every bit of preparation I can and amassing every bit of experience that I can to bring with me into the best in Super Juniors. I'm more fired up than ever for this. My 14th appearance in Japan, a home away from home for me. Mm. What? It is my mission here to win, to fight with all I have, and leave a mark in the fans' hearts that has them feeling they need T Tan (laughs) here. Good luck to you, man. Does. I hope you pull it off. Thank oh. you, New Japan officials, the chairman, the media, and fans. That's pretty much a like, yeah, yeah, you chose me. You could have chosen, like, all the better guys, <laughs> like, for and leadership. But how
1: am I going to choose guy? Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, Teton was also sitting in the yo spot for a force, so we had to look at him the whole time. And I'm like, motherfucking t are you
0: kidding but me? t yeah, it was t and Wheeler Yuta for B-Block on the hard cam. Oh, my cam. God. And neither well, of them you, well, you can't really tell what T facial expressions were, but Wheeler Uta looked engaged and interested the whole time.
1: He did, he did a
0: good he didn't fall asleep like Nido. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's great. Nido falls asleep. That's the best. So uh, <laughs> I love that the Teton's like, come on, he's raw, raw, baby face, and maybe T yeah. will have the greatest tournament he's ever had, and, and everyone will be like, What the fuck's your problem? But go watch. His past performances, and you understand. Best of so, Super uh,
0: Junior
1: is what 2019. <laughs> it's not good, dude. So, um, we uh, next week <laughs> we have from Los Government. they have on. We have Bushy rocking the kind of purple, like dark blue, you know. Yeah. And he's just like, of course I'm in this to win it, but I'm also here to finish some business with a few in this block. He's got beef, and uh, he says he's excited to face the first timers, but this may this is his 15th anniversary, and he'll put everything together. To win this thing. All of the Legos he's going to build. And, and all, the picture on New Japan 1972. You got Bushi standing
0: there. And fucking T-Ton's just drinking water. Drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Doki <laughs> t I'm looking at it right now. All right, <laughs> oh, oh, man. We, do the next one. He's a oh, boy, boy. And I talked a lot last time. So, yeah.
1: Doki. And Doki has had some beef throughout this. Like, he, you know, he's kind of. Got some problems we'll talk about as this goes on here. He's got beef with uh, with El Desperado. But uh, he says, uh, Best of Super Juniors is a very special tournament to me. I made my New Japan debut in this tournament. And now you look at this lineup, this collection of people, there's nothing like it in the world. This is a huge chance for me to turn heads and create new lasting impressions for who I am. Doki! When I wrestled kasai and Hanma, and at Takatai Mania, we watched that. It was awesome. It reminded me that I could do the kinds of matches that you guys couldn't hope to. So you let a fire in me, got the adrenaline going, and made sure that I will be the star
0: in this thing. Man, I hope Doki goes on a run.
1: Oh, man, I hope he does. Can you
0: imagine? I, I don't need him to win it, but I want him to go on a run. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. A Zack Sabre Jr. style run. Where he just like crunched, like, remember the G1 last year? Section yeah. Junior won a bunch of matches, but he didn't win the G1. He just went on a run and it was fucking awesome. It put him over. And then what happened next? You know? So I'm just saying that's a good way to launch a guy.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, next we have El, El Desperado. Uh, okay. Doesn't sound right. anywhere near as good as Toki. <laughs>
1: right? That's my yeah. This one's crazy. Tell us what happens
0: here, Luke. This All shit's right. wild. Man, I love this. Uh, El Desperado takes the takes to the stand and uh, <laughs> takes to the stand.
1: I swear him in on, on a
0: cut. Everyone's of, saying this, but I will. But I will too. Twenty guys, two blocks of real best at super juniors. The way it should be. That's great. There are singles champions here, and one who has a defense even while the tour is running. Right. Okay, uh, whatever. Uh, not many guys as crazy as that. It's fun to have them here. TJP, Fantasmo, Yuta, these international wrestlers. Fun. Yeah. Motivating. <laughs> now, yeah. what was it that guy said? Me, Ishimori, and, and Hiromu, stay out of it. I'll win this. Everybody wants to win it. You can ask people to stay out of your way, but they won't. People went for nothing like you. You want to do something about it? Oh. All of a sudden, you're talkative. Oh, yeah, this is fun. All, all these motivating factors. The switch flipped, adrenaline flowing, all of that crap you taught, and the Paris Del Mal born pup lost that match just like he did three years ago. He hasn't made a scrap of improvement. Man, that pisses me off. Fuck
1: you, El Desperado!
0: And what I love is that El Desperado could pick on anyone in B-Block, but he he fucking he focuses on the one guy that's in his team and in Doki's ain't no one's bitch he gets no. up and pretty much does like the forehead to forehead thing like, I can't wait to see these two wrestle by the way, they, fuck yeah, they're going to crush it Uh so, you know, Doki makes his way to the podium to confront Desperado P- Paris, Paris Del Mal, the bad dogs the stray dogs, whatever, I have respect for Peritito so I won't dis- disrespect their name, but you You'll lose like a bitch. That gentleman Aww. is how You work a pun, Doki. Aww. I look forward to Makahari, which I assume is where they're wrestling. So, Aww. dude, way to stir. I like this. This is a bit of story stuff for Doki here. And I, I feel like I feel like you're right. Maybe he, I don't need him to win. I'd, I'd love him to. I I know it's unrealistic, but. To, to get maybe to eight points, maybe hit double digits. I'd be pretty cool with uh, that. he's,
1: he's got to beat El Desperado. I mean, <laughs> like minimum, he's got to beat El Desperado because anything Desperado can just happen. Just call him a bitch. Come on, I know his Twitter's Doki's Paros, but come on, he ain't a no bitch. So you know. Um, now this next one, Luke, that was fucking amazing. But this next one yeah. is something else. This El Linderman guy, I think if you look up bravado. Next to him, you know, or in the dictionary, it's just a picture of him. This guy is out of control with this promo. So (laughs) I'm going to stand a little bit away from the microphone, too, uh, because there's no way I can be close and do this. So here we go. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm L Lindemann of Gleet and Strong Hearts. I'm very happy to be in this tournament. Thank you to El Desperado for putting my name out there. Thank you to New Japan, and thank you to Gleet. I'm a champion of this new company that brings with it risk. But company has allowed me to be on this stage, and I'm grateful for that. I'm excited and nervous to be here. I'm 60 centimeters. That's 160. 160 centimeters, 70 kilograms, not a great athlete in school, not a great student for that matter. And when I applied to be a New Japan Nojo, they wouldn't even take my application. I'm not worthy of being picked, and yet here I am. So that means a whole hell of a lot. See? I will take the feelings and emotions of all those wrestlers working hard outside of New Japan, all the fans who aren't just watching New Japan. I'll take them and wear them with me so together we can leave a mark on this tournament. My goal (laughs) is this amazing. My goal is to stand in a New Japan ring with my fist raised and yell, let's have a glee time. I know it's my role as a champion to say I'm winning every match. But I also know that it isn't easy around here. I do think that this tournament will end with fans realizing there are some great things happening in other companies, too. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So that said, everyone, staff, fans, New Japan or not, keep your eyes on me. Are you ready? Let's have a clean time. He was a
0: maniac. Is that guy. like a felt like like half like a job application or cover letter or something? Like here's my history and all that. Like, he, like yeah, he, Carnival Barker is what this guy is. He's fantastic. He's he a realizes barker. a me must realize a lot of people watching might not know a great deal about who Kevin exactly. is. So he's like here I am. This. this is me. So yeah, really effective. I'm gonna yell. <laughs> oh man, we've got. Uh, Huila, Huila Utah. I am trying to do it, and you did it, and I failed. He's like, first off, thanks to New Japan and AEW for allowing me to be here. I'm really excited to achieve a dream I never thought I'd be able to accomplish, but this isn't a victory lap. This is the toughest, toughest junior heavyweight tournament in the world. I'm surrounded by champions and former champions, but I myself am the ROH Pure champion. I have new mentors in John Moxley and Brian Danielson and William Regal, all names New Japan fans should be familiar with. They've unlocked a violent side in me I didn't know I had. What better way to okay. test it than in the best of Super Juniors? Thank you.
1: I like that. He's like, I got this extra yep. gear. So you can lock the fuck out. I like that. This next yep. guy comes out, and he starts talking, and all I hear is.
0: I think ELP a- 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 was making those noises when he was there. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention the thing that, like. Like when they when they're all, all the wrestlers are coming out, I think that one of the ladies falls over and knocks over like um the Ring of Honor Pure Title, and yeah. you know the, the wrestlers, gentlemen as they are, all help them, all help the lady up. Except for El Fantasma, when he comes out, he pretends to fall over. He's like, oh, help me, help he me. He
1: does, he does, and just he's fucking
0: and knocks people's waters over as he walks past because he's like that douchebag in high school, does shit like that. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, I had, to admit, I had to mention that bit. Uh, I heard the same thing when TJB talked. So uh, why don't you take us through uh, El Phantasmo? Well, he says it's about fucking time. Let's go. You ready for this main event? I don't give a
1: shit about what anybody has to say up here. So I'll keep this short and sweet. I stayed everybody left, so I earned Best of Super Juniors. At Dominion, I'll wrestle my tag team partner, Taiji Shimori Bullet Club's cutest tag team will explode. I'll become the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, and I promise right now I'll take the title and go into the G1. <laughs> yes,
0: please.
1: Fantastic. Uh, I
0: love by that. the way, When I also want to add, this is because EOP EOP was fantastic at this press conference. Doki's getting all up in El Desperado's face. And uh, in the background, you can hear quite clearly slap him, Doki! Slap him! (laughs) Slap him, Doki! Yeah, that's That's it. Slap him! Wow, that's
1: your Canadian EOP. I love that. Slap him, (laughs) Doki! That's good. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Man, this was a really cool press conference. We haven't had a press conference for the juniors for a while now, so it was super fucking cool. Uh, I I lapped I lapped this up. Is this isn't you know I don't know I don't know why. Maybe I was just say i haven't made out of the house for a fucking week that's why i just anything something give me yeah so oh this always
1: yeah. really great though man new japan's back we've talked about it yep. we'll be back soon to talk new japan best of super juniors and uh i hope you guys yep. are enjoying that tournament as it goes along and it's gonna be a blast i can already tell i think b block is the uh is the banger block as you call it oh yeah it's the last time i'll be saying that word but uh i think b block's gonna be pretty fucking awesome a block's gonna be good matches with a great one every once in a while but b block's gonna be where the story
0: happens so i'm excited oh yeah i am too uh especially uh because we're at the day that we're at now and oh well, no we, we haven't seen it any any of it at all so yeah no it's gonna be a really cool tournament uh it feels like a big deal and they don't have to share with fucking world tag league anymore yeah. Oh, Fuck that's World the best Tag part.
1: <laughs> what was that man. bullshit? Somebody was tweeting like, oh, FTR might be a World Tag League. <laughs> no, oh, I don't care. Fuck you. I'm not watching it. No. Dude, it if... was torture. It's always been torture. I don't care you know, who's in it.
0: Please you know don't make me watch that. Please. <laughs> Dude, how about we cover World Tag League the way we cover... Uh... Tag matches. I don't want to watch it, matches. Luke. All right, we'll talk we'll about that. it when we get to it in about we'll like it. I don't know, six months or something. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll, Until I'll... then,
0: <laughs> is there anything you would you wish to add, Mister Mister Guy? No. Oh. Cool. So uh, in switchblade, we trust.